Al-Bayan Radio presents 30 Points on the Aqidah of the Salaf Presented by Shaykh Arshad Khan Dear brothers and sisters, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh The creed of the pious predecessors, the people of Hadith Deviations and innovations from the straight path did not appear in the Muslim Ummah until the people left the Wahi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the methodology clearly explained by the Salaf al-Salih. They replaced it with man-made ideologies. This sometimes included the Greek philosophy as well as the ignorant deviations of man's intellect. This changed the religion of Allah to an extent that the Ummah was divided into many groups. Each of these groups developed over time its own methodology, its own way, its leaders and followers. In every period of weakness, it is from the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he raised scholars who corrected the aqidah of the people and preserved the aqidah of the Salaf al-Salih. The Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. They safeguarded it and refuted those who opposed it. This is so even today and shall be until the Day of Judgment, insha'Allah. A great number of scholars of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, the Salaf al Salih, have authored many books clarifying the correct aqidah, which is compulsory upon every Muslim to believe and follow. One such book is entitled Aqidatul Salaf Ashabul Hadith by Sheikh Al Islam Imam Abu Uthman Ismail Ibn Abdurrahman Al Sabuni. The author of this book mentions the importance of returning to the creed which the scholars of the Ummah were united upon. In these series of lectures, brothers and sisters, we are going to look at certain chapters of his book. May Allah have mercy upon him. We are going to begin today in this lesson with the creed of the people of Hadith regarding the attributes of Allah, which is chapter 2. The author says, with Allah lies all success. Indeed, the people of Hadith are those who adhere to the Qur'an and Sunnah. May Allah protect those of them who are alive and have mercy on those who have passed away. They bear witness to the unity of Allah, the Most High, and to the message of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam. They know their Lord, the Most Mighty and the Most Majestic through those attributes which has been mentioned in the Qur'an and the Sunnah, which have been related to us in the authentic ahadith by precise and trustworthy narrators. They affirm what Allah the Most Majestic has affirmed for Himself in the Qur'an or the Sunnah. They do not believe in comparing His attributes with those of His creation, they say Allah created Adam with his hands, just as he, 
the one free of all deficiencies mentions in the Quran translated. He said, O Iblis, what prevented you from prost- prostrating before which I have created with my two hands? Surah number 38, verse number 75. They, meaning the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, do not change the meaning from its place by saying his two hands in this verse means his bounties or his two powers. Like the Tahrif of the Mu'tazila, which is an ancient uh, sect which appeared in early Islam, and the Jahmiya, another ancient sect which appeared in early Islam. May Allah destroy them. They do not ask nor think as how they may be, which means that the people of Sunnah do not ask about the howness the modality of the attributes of Allah. They do not liken them to the hands of the creation, like the mushabbiha. May Allah humiliate them. Allah the Most High has protected the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, the Salaf, from the tahrif, distortion, tashbih, comparison, and takif, asking how. He has blessed the Ahl Sunnah al Jama'ah with the knowledge and understanding so that they may understand and traverse upon the path of Tawheed and Tanzih, which is elevating Allah and exalting Him above defects and deficiencies. The Ahl Sunnah al Jama'ah have abandoned all defective statements and comparisons. They follow what Allah, the most mighty, the most majestic, has said in the Qur'an. There is nothing like him, and he is the all-hearing and the all-seeing. Surah number 42, verse number 11. And just as the two hands of Allah are mentioned in the Qur'an, where Allah says, But his two hands are outspread, he spends as he pleases. Surah number 4, verse number 64. The hand of Allah is also mentioned in the authentic hadith of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Like the hadith in which Musa alayhi salam had a debate with Adam alayhi salam, in which Musa says to Adam, Allah created you with his hand and the angels prostrated to you, related by Sahih Muslim. Brothers and sisters, in this chapter, chapter 2, one of the most important things that we learn is the importance of not comparing Allah to His creations. We all know of the hadith in Sahih Bukhari in which the Prophet said, Our Lord Almighty descends to the lowest heaven in the last third of every night, saying, Who is calling upon me that I may answer him? Who is asking from me that I may give him? Who is seeking my forgiveness that I may forgive him? The people of deviation, when it comes to this hadith, say, 
It is not Allah who descends. A'udhu Billah. How can you say Allah descends? Instead, it is His mercy which descends. Some even go to the extent of saying, it is an angel who descends rather than Allah. According to this deviated thought, how can Allah descend in a place which is the last third of the night and yet at the same time in another place around the world it is daytime? The people of innovation ask such questions. The reason why they ask such questions, it is because that they have compared the attribute of Allah's descend to the descend of His creation via logic. What that means, brothers and sisters, is that these people have denied this hadith and they have moved away from the literal meaning of the hadith and they said, it is not Allah that descends, but rather it is an angel that descends or it is his mercy that descends. Well, if you were to apply this logic to the hadith and you were to replace Allah with mercy or an angel, then you have fallen into clear shirk. Because what that will imply is that the mercy of Allah calls out to people. The mercy or the angel calls out and says, Who is calling upon me that I may answer him? Who is seeking or asking from me that I may give him? Who is seeking my forgiveness that I may forgive him? So we ask these people of innovation, Does the angel make such a statement? Does the mercy of Allah make such a statement? If the answer is yes, it is, then this person has fallen into a statement which has shirk in it. Why have the people of innovation fallen into this distortion, this denial of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's attribute of descent? They say, how can Allah descend in a place which is the last third of the night and yet at the same time in another place on the planet, it is daytime. The reason for this brothers and sisters is because this person has compared Allah's attribute to the attribute of his creation via logic. That is why the ulama of the Salaf, they said, Kullu mu'attil mushabbih. That every denier of Allah's attribute, everyone who denies or distorts Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's attribute, he has fallen into resembling Allah to his creation. This is the reason why he had to negate and distort this hadith or any hadith or any verse of Allah's attribute is because of the sickness of tashbih. When he hears about such attributes, his mind automatically compares Allah's attribute to the attribute of creation. We say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends. The Salafus Salih, the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends. Yes, he does descend. But we don't compare him 
or his descent to the creation or to the descent of the creation. The creation, if they descend in one part of the globe, then he will not descend in another part of the globe. However, this is not the descent of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends, but in a manner which befits his majesty, and we do not know the howness of this descent. We do not know the modality of this descent, but we affirm that he descends without comparing him to creation. Because if you do compare him to creation, then your sick mind will leave you or will lead you into denying the attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, thus denying the revelation. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from such deviated thoughts and practices and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rectify our affairs. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.